Welcome to KHPT podcast. Breaking the barriers for TB free India. Hi everybody and welcome to a very interesting series that uh, the Karnataka Health Promotion Trust along with the Global Coalition of TB Activists is going to run for this month. As we all know the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare under the leadership and guidance of our honorable prime minister is focused on elimination of tuberculosis from india by 2025 to reach this goal uh, we have been having very interesting conversations uh, the jan andolan which basically is a citizens movement for a tb free india tb mukt bharat has just commenced and uh, this month's theme is nutrition and its relationship with tuberculosis We are so honored to have uh, Ms. Blasina with us, who is the founder and the president of GCTA, and uh, it's a pleasure for uh, us to have her. Thank you for agreeing to do this, Blasie. And uh, over to you, if you would like to introduce yourself to uh, introduce yourself to our listeners, please. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, uh, Supriti, for. uh inviting me and uh, on behalf of GCTA and uh thank you also to KHPT for organizing this i think we are touching on a extremely important uh, uh topic and that's why it gives me great pleasure to join you all um my name is Blessy Kumar as uh, you already mentioned and uh, um we do a lot of um, advocacy to translate um some of the issues uh take it to the decision makers and um, translate them into policies which then come down again for implementation at the ground level uh so delighted to be here thank you thank you and the pleasure is ours uh, i think we can jump straight into this interesting conversation and uh, you know we do understand the value of nutrition in all life spheres and it's not only with tb or diseases i think it's just the essence of healthy growth and that's why you know india also has the portion abhiyan 2.0 which was launched at the start of the month by the honorable minister smriti irani ji and i just want to talk to you about what is the link between undernutrition and tb and is it true that undernutrition increases the risk of tuberculosis uh, thanks sukriti i'm really glad you uh, kind of are focusing broader than tb initially because i think nutrition is such a important um uh, subject and um, when i look back maybe about 20 years 30 years uh just starting uh, community health you know nutrition within different programs whether it was the maternal child health program the anganwadis played a really instrumental role in ensuring that malnourishment especially protein uh, energy malnutrition in children under 5 uh was recognized as an issue and and uh, was being addressed but uh, the the uh, you know the concern is that even as uh, recently as 2019 the world bank report actually puts india uh you know highest in the a uh, low weight for age category and also as the second highest 
in height for age category so you know so we are still really struggling with addressing nutrition as a whole and i think nutrition for women children lactating mothers pregnant women is extremely important conversation that we should be happening not just with tb now coming to why is it so important in tb you know it's like a vicious cycle if you're malnourished whether as a child or as an adolescent or or as an adult and you're undernourished and malnourished undernourished is when you're not getting enough nutrition malnourished is when you're not getting the right amount right kinds of nutrition so that causes you to have tb one to have tb and with tb because you know when you are on drug those drugs it's very difficult to eat because you're constantly feeling this uh, nausea and uh, you know so that again leads to uh, undernutrition and malnutrition so it's like a vicious cycle and i think we need to really focus on breaking that and the vulnerability for tb is very well established we have many studies in india that have actually shown the direct link to people who are undernourished and their increased vulnerability to tb and uh, you know just to give some of the uh, some data uh, you know the risk of tb increases by about 14% for each unit reduction of bmi body mass index which is the index that is used to measure uh, uh, your uh, weight for height and your uh, general wellness and the risks of reoccurrence is four times compared to those with normal weight so you know when you apply this to our uh, situation in india you know like you started off saying you know we we have as a country led by the prime minister made a commitment uh you know to the world that we will end tb by 2025 we have barely 3 or 4 years and i think we need to really look a little differently not just at drugs and diagnostics but also look at these issues that are you know sort of adding to the burden and unless and until these kind of issues are looked at which i think the ministry is trying very hard to look at but these have to be given equal importance for us to reach uh, reach those uh, targets that we have committed to you know and and undernutrition malnutrition causes a lot more Uh, complications the severity of tb in people who are undernourished is much more higher than people who have a uh, a good uh, nutrition and good uh, body mass index so i think this is something for us to look at as as a, a society not just as people uh, you know who are working in tb but generally to look at improving the health of a nation by addressing 
uh, you know, some of the issues that are around nutrition. And so many things are linked to that, which will need a multi-pronged approach. But definitely it has to be part of the Janandolan, which is a people's movement. Because for any... Um, any guidelines, any commitments to become a reality so that they change the status quo needs the inclusion of people, not just in the decision making, but also to change the way we think as a country. Um, so, and also just one point to say that the recovery from TV is far better um, and uh, relaxes are much lesser if your uh, health uh, and nutrition status is, is at par. I hope that answers your uh, that uh, first question. But uh, just to add also that many patients have said, and I want to quote this, uh, you know, they said, uh, uh, you know, they said, Kali Pet Me Kese Dawaile. You know, it is really inhuman to expect our uh, people with TB patients to take medicines on empty stomach. You know, so the uh, the guidelines, the schemes that are coming out are very good, but we just need to ensure that those reach the people who are uh, in need of uh, that kind of support. Thank you so much, Blessy. I think uh, that's a great start to this uh, very, very important conversation we are having with you today. Uh, to the point of uh, I want to just talk to you about the fact that TB really as a disease is a poverty aggravation. And I think people who have it face the double burden of reduced income and increased expenses. We are also aware that it impacts women. And I know gender is so central to your work on tuberculosis. We know that TB impacts women in a very disproportionate manner. How do we address this challenge moving forward? Yes, another great question. And uh, I think uh, we need to look at it uh, from a very, uh, you know, we, we really need to, people who are, uh, in the TB response really need to take away the medical hats and look at it as a social problem. Because if you look at it, men, you know, in terms of numbers, uh, there are more men getting TB than, than women. But like you said, TB affects women disproportionately. And in India, we know and experience the burden of that on women. I mean, we, we know that we... Uh, the, the strong patriarchal system uh, uh, that still exists uh, in many, many, many parts of India. Uh, you know, and uh, traditionally, if we look, you know, as a mother, as a uh, wife, uh, as a daughter-in-law, if you're good at those things, that means that you ensure that the family eats first that the best is kept for the family. So women having, you know, uh, they tend to get lesser of uh, nutrition, lesser amount, lesser, um, you know, nutritious food because they're constantly uh, giving and having uh, worked 
extensively in the villages of uh, India and in other smaller towns doing maternal and child health. This was so, so, so evident that, you know, while at one hand we are racing in our development, but some of these things haven't been challenged and need to really be looked at when we are thinking of a healthy nation. And, you know, we can say, yes, everybody has enough food, but is it the right amount uh, of uh, balance of everything? You know, I was talking to one of the uh, uh, nutrition experts and uh, he was telling me, if only we can get people to start paying attention to our dals, you know, and having more of dal, lentils, and because our bulk of our nutrition is uh, carbohydrates, grains, and our uh, vegetables and dals are so less. So our protein intake is very, very less. Um, and, and I think this is where we need to start educating. Knowledge is extremely important. Um, and, and I think, uh, you know, the society, the societal responsibility uh, cannot be ignored. I think all of us have to be responsible to ensure that everybody gets not only adequate food, but also gets the right amount of food. Because not just TB, there are so many other issues that are linked with it. And especially for women, um, you know, it, it, uh, uh, it, causes so many uh, reproductive, in the, in the reproductive health, causes so much of issues. And, um, you know, TB, yes, it is a six-month treatment. And if you take the treatment, you are fine, which for most is true. But we also know there are people who are struggling with permanent disabilities because of TB. And for women, infertility is one of those. And um, so I think, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's really beyond uh, just TB as a medical problem being diagnosed and treated with medicines. Um, I think we need to really look at it differently and uh, pay attention to things which may not seem important, like nutrition. But we know that just nutrition changing the way we eat, ensuring there's adequate food actually can be a great, um, play a great role in that, um, you know, TB infection to turn into TB disease. Uh, because when you're, uh, uh, you know, when you don't have enough food to eat, your body's immunity goes down and you are susceptible to so many more other infections than just uh, just TB. So definitely, I think more focus on women, uh, pregnant women, lactating mothers, children under five. And, and uh, I think our Anganwadi system, our uh, ASHA workers, our um, uh, um, traditional birth attendants used to do a lot of this as part of their work uh, initially. So uh, I think it's it's something that just needs a uh, needs a rethink and and uh, you know while 
we are all jumping on to the technology wagon which is very good and can be used to even uh, ensure that children and women can be followed up through our technology and apps but technology and apps that completely miss that out you know will actually have a negative effect we cannot lose the people centeredness in in whatever we do everything has to be centered around uh, people and that should be uh, the backbone of the janandolan otherwise it doesn't make sense does it how can a people's uh, movement be without the people thank you so much and uh, i completely agree with people being central to change making i do think these stories matter these experiences matter the reality in many of the indian households even now is that women eat last and access healthcare last uh, i just want i'm so glad you touched upon you know the various categories including pregnant women and uh, we are aware that india contributes to nearly 21% of the global burden of tb and among that pregnant women the prevalence is at about 50000 annually uh we also talked about you know this intergenerational cycle and really breaking that uh your comment on making sure that we pay attention to the vulnerable populations like pregnant women in india when we talk of gender access and tb care see we have uh the data you know we know that low birth weight babies um uh neonatal deaths um are higher in women uh uh with tb we know that infant and maternal mortality is also higher globally we have these uh, um data but i think uh, i mean some communities pay a lot of attention i know the in the north it's a big thing like when the woman is pregnant there's a lot of focus on um feeding her or uh, you know giving um good nutrition food which is which is great but again i think we need to uh, look at what is nutritious food but when you are poor it's okay when you are rich you are able to you know all those dry fruits and and ghee and whatever else is fine but if you are poor and if you are really struggling i mean i worked in uh, very remote villages in uh, madhya pradesh and uh, delivered hundreds of babies there and uh, you know the, the women who used to come used to be so malnourished you know it used to make me wonder how they are even carrying this child to full term so when you are really poor when all you have is either wheat or rice and very little of everything else it really needs an understanding i mean families don't want babies to die it's it's just that there is no knowledge and information are we ensuring that that information reaches uh, people right to the uh, uh, ground level at the grassroots level you know if families understand the importance and what kind of nutrition is needed for the pregnant woman and for the lactating mother i think we would really have the shift in our thinking the paradigm shift uh, uh in our thinking and would do a lot better that is one stage second thing is to ensure that food is available i think it's the responsibility why should um 
uh, you know, why should food not be uh, available? You know, we have the public distribution system, but we know the issues with that. You know, I, I think some things are in place, but the problem is when it comes to the implementation. You know, how can we address that? We have so many different, for TB, we also have so many different nutritious uh, uh, support schemes. Um, and, and we'll talk about that later, I think. But, um, but I think to prioritize um, uh, an overarching, um, inclusive, healthy nation sort of a, a idea and to promote that. And everything else falling under that, because what's the point if you've addressed one and haven't addressed the other? You know, if you, our country is polio free and we're all very proud of that, but we are struggling with TB. You know, we've done a lot in leprosy. We're struggling with something else. So I think uh, 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 to think a little bit differently as a healthy nation, what does it what is it needed? And this is where that whole multi-sectoral working in collaboration comes into uh, place. And I think we do, uh, and it's not just our country. And I think uh, we do tend to work in very, uh, uh, you know, silos. And um, there needs to be more talking, more discussion, more collaboration. And uh, it has to be a win-win for all. No, so um, so it is very important, and and I think a, diff, uh, a change in our mindset that um, women can, uh, you know, care for themselves. Uh, it's nothing wrong if you know you eat or have equal amount or even a little extra when you're pregnant. That's okay. Um, so I think it's a slightly different si uh, uh, set of thinking that that, and and we will have benefits across the board, and TB will be the first one to uh, benefit from that. Thank you so much. Um, you know, we've all been uh, following uh, the impactful work GCTA has been doing, especially as you rightly mentioned at the community level across villages in India. I wanted to just uh, understand if there are any cases linked to nutrition, TB, you know, this vicious cycle that we started talking about at the beginning of the conversation. Are there any examples you'd like to share with our listeners from your work? Thanks, Supriti. Uh, GCTA works globally, actually. So we don't uh, uh, directly implement anything in, uh, in uh, India. Uh, but we work with our TB champions who we have, uh, you know, built their capacity and continue to train uh, through partners like Touched by TB, Reach, uh, TB Alert, and of course, KHPT as well, and have done uh, initiatives. But what we do here on a daily basis is people reaching out to us, individuals reaching out to us. And uh, many times, um, it's people who don't have the resources uh, to get the adequate amount of food that is needed. And, uh, and, 
and you know and you and one refers them back to um you know some of these schemes uh like the dbt uh transfers that are supposed to happen as part of the nikshay uh nikshay portion yojana but uh, there are so many challenges to that that many times i felt it's much easier for me to just give some money uh you know because it's it's the need is so urgent uh and uh, you know but so i think one of the things that we really need to uh, look at again is um you know how do these schemes how does these uh, resources support reach the people who need and we have uh, you know constant requests from jharkhand from bihar from um the northeast um you know constantly for um, you know uh, somebody said uh, you know this money is not even enough for me to have a glass of milk and, and an egg every day it is a small amount but the real reality is that even that is not reaching so i think it's very important i mean we have we have enough evidence um there are news articles there are journalists who posted about it how how uh, such a small uh, percentage uh, actually reaches the people who need it and uh, the health workers are so overburdened the reporting is so cumbersome so it becomes uh, uh, you know it's not um in a way it's not frontline health worker friendly you know it's not like a system that runs smoothly then what happens for people who don't have a bank account you know it takes a month month and a half for them to open a bank account and by then you know you're really uh, in a very bad state so i think um, i think these are some of the things that that we hear and of course globally yes there is an issue we we heard of stories if you read our stigma books uh, many of the women uh, actually talk about uh, how poverty has um, uh, you know added to that pd burden and uh, eastern europe there are some amazing stories from moldova from ukraine um where uh, women had to really the you know struggle to feed their children who were um uh, affected with uh, by xpr tb and how they they struggled through it so it's it's something that uh, affects women uh, the world over thank you blessy um, you know i am so proud to say that i've learned from you you have been an inspiration to so many people you've shared your journey with tuberculosis with uh, multiple people across the world not only in india and really inspired many many patients to go through finish the treatment be strong in this journey as a tb survivor yourself i just wanted to ask you what role did nutrition play in your recovery and also a message to the listeners who may be suffering from tuberculosis may not be coming out in the open but why is nutrition important so nutrition is important we like i've answered in the first uh, to your first question i think that's very well established 
my TV journey was so uh, insignificant compared to the stories I hear today. Um, uh, you know, there, there was no issue uh, with, uh, you know, not having uh, nutrition. I uh, very clearly remember I was working in West Africa at that time. Um, I had, uh, you know, there, there was no issue except that while taking the medicines, it was a horrible, horrible six months. Um, you know, the nausea and the vomiting was terrible, but uh, somehow one had to uh, deal with it. And uh, so, uh, but I think, uh, you know, I would, uh, my heart really goes out uh, to women who are uh, unable to uh, have um, good nutrition. And um, uh, you asked me about uh, a message. Uh, and I think uh, one thing is, I think we need to really break the stigma around TB. <laughs> because this is one thing that keeps us from coming out. Um, like I've said, you know, both my uh, parents were medical people and uh, a whole family of nurses and doctors. And I was told not to share my diagnosis at that time with the family. <laughs> so this is a, so you can imagine. I've uh, more recently uh, counseled uh, young women who are doctors whose marriage uh, uh, broke up. Uh, her husband is also a doctor, but uh, left her because she was diagnosed with XPR. And, and countless number of stories like that. And, uh, and I think breaking the stigma would be everybody's responsibility so that we encourage women to not just women, I think we encourage anyone with TB symptoms to confidently get themselves tested um, and, and seek care. And as healthcare workers, our responsibility to ensure is to ensure that a care that is of high quality uh, is provided for people, whether they seek it in the private sector or the public sector. And just one last message uh, to our uh, programs is that uh, we need to give information and knowledge on a war footing regarding the importance of nutrition. Let's go back to some of the things that were very good that we had started conversations with Village Health um, and uh, Village uh, Health and Development Committees, uh, the PRI systems, um, ASHAs, in our public health centers, in our sub-centers, let's bring the conversation about nutrition back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's encourage locally grown food uh, that is reasonably priced. Let's encourage people to grow more. There was this huge drive about kitchen gardens years ago. I think we need to go back to that. Um, and also look at things a little bit differently. Everything that's coming from the cities is not may not be good if you compare an amla to an apple an amla is far better for you in terms of health and is cheaper locally available so some sort of a shift in our thinking needs to happen and 
no more silos it's time to collaborate coordinate and the, and change the status quo so that we reach that goal of uh, a tb free india thank you thank you blessy and uh, i think that's a perfect way to close this conversation out with you know let's collaborate let's come together to bring the change that we really need uh you know at khpt we are uh, implementing a program called breaking the barriers you've partnered with us and uh, thank you so much for being with us today we will continue these conversations and to our listeners we hope you like this podcast and we look forward to hearing your comments thank you so much blessing for being with us thank you